Taiwan, Berlin. You're listening to Radio On, and here we are recording directly again. Another tape review show, direct, direct. I'll edit that direct out. I think too many uh, Schmerz tablet and yeah, direct from the Vivantis Friedrichshain Krankenhaus or hospital, if you will, here on Sunday. And uh, Renus van Alabic and myself, Adrian Shepherd, doing another program for you because nothing will stop us, even if my heart sort of gives up during this show. We are here to witness it. <laughs> yeah, then uh, oh. yeah, live or unlive or undead and direct. Yeah, so here I if to recap, I'm here since uh, this is the 19th day, nearly three weeks, and uh, oh, wow. of being in the hospital. And yesterday, the nurses and one of the one of my doctors actually said it was a record. Some kind of held under Arbeit uh, record or thing, and they've they've got a medal yeah, ready well, for me. Is it? Is it that little frog over there's there? a little chocolate frog. I'm not yeah. sure they gave me that. I think that was breakfast, oh. some kind of breakfast thing, which I'll give to my daughter. But um, but yeah, some it's yeah, it's not it's not unusual. No, it is unusual," said Tom Jones, for someone to be here so long. But they're trying to get the air up my lungs at the moment. Um, uh, before there was green ooze coming out of my lungs and there's this kind of direct cable in, uh, injected into there and uh, then they will proceed with looking at the heart thing whatever that is ah, but it's not beating very fast at the moment so did something happen yesterday or loads of things happen yeah, every day you stuck another tube in your in body my rectal autumn well to put it like this right the day starts at five o'clock in the morning when the nurses come in and uh, this is the last of the uh, night shift and the first thing they do is draw blood you know to uh, give to the day shift nurses the vampire nurses right so they that's what they do they wake you up with that or we're generally awake anyway or I'm awake anyway um, and then the next thing they do is they wheel in this kind of 12 octopus sort of machine thing I know the octopus well this these octopus octopi have 12 uh, long strings and it's an ECG machine, EKG, um, and it measures all sorts of activity in the body, electrical signals and things like that. So they bring that in, it's got suckers on it, so it does feel like you're, you're being pulled in by an octopus. And then, uh, then they inject other stuff in, you know, for thrombosis, because you've been in the bed too long and, <coughs> excuse me, and, um, and then it goes from there, really. Yeah. Then you're given a cocktail of uh, drugs and painkillers and stuff. And then uh, I can wash myself. I can actually sit on the edge of the bed and wash myself in a thing. But my poor flatmate, my flatmate, my roommate <coughs> <coughs> here in the Cranken house, <coughs> yeah, he has to be washed physic physically because he's he's in in the bed. So, um, <coughs> which reminds me of that kind of Lars von Trier sort of the um, series that you haven't seen Reasoners, I believe, but uh, no, no, no. the kingdom, yeah, when in the beginning they're all washing all these kind of, uh, um, it's a scene outside the, this huge old hospital where people are just constantly washing this, these kind of white materials and things. It's a, I guess it's a bit like that here. But um, what else? Yeah, then the day proceeds. Yeah, another two hours later it's breakfast time and and then there's endless IV tubes they put in the IVs uh, directly into the veins and for um, all sorts of things, I guess, for uh, antibiotics for me. Um, not so many painkillers direct yet, 
um, at, at the moment, but in any case, it's a constant change of all this. And yesterday was another X-ray, I think. I'll do another one tomorrow. Anyway, whatever, you know. Now it's getting a bit boring for the tape review show, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Should be called the body review show. So yeah, I'm I'm a human pincushion, basically. I'm very thankful, of course. I must say that uh, my thanks goes out to the nurses, the doctors, the people who clean this place, and uh, everyone involved, and friends and family, of course. You know, there's no question. And and yesterday, in fact. Um, uh, Servet, the mother of my child, and uh, my daughter, and so uh, sister Seha, and uh, all her friends, and everyone came in with like all these donuts, like eight, literally eight donuts, and there's no way that I can, you know, kind of uh, manage any of that kind of stuff. They're quite so, donut addicted. Eh? Donutty, yeah. Berlin has got this kind of crazy vegan donut sort of thing going on, isn't it? I think. Yeah, they've got donuts, really ice cream and barbers. Yeah, not my not my thing. What's your what's your what are your weaknesses, Renus? Your sugar sort of sugary sort of stuff? Uh, lately I'm into uh, honig waffles and uh, and chocolate. Honey and waffles. And, and waffles is very French, isn't it? Or is it very and, and the, the, the little European. the little the little ones. Oh yeah. Little waffles. Not not the waffles that they press on, on a machine, <laughs> but uh, that look like uh, how do how do you call the things where the where the where the bees oh, drop uh, their honey? They put them into a kind of the, this, a this, this great thing. thing. Yeah, oh. I don't know, but I, uh, yeah, my I think my flatmate's coming back now. Yeah, my he's just come in from surgery, so uh, but maybe we can just go for a just come in really close to me, Remus. So we're rearranging chairs. Maybe Renus has to stand up. But in any case, uh, it's going to get. Let's put a tape on. Let's put a tape on yeah, as soon yeah, as possible. Yeah, but, but uh, you have to uh, open it and talk to get one. Yeah, it's Christmas. Right. Yeah, let's, let's go for it. So there's a tape here. Okay. We're going to put it on and then we'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah. Well, let's just put any tape on and then let's talk about it in a moment because we might have to. Uh, because live and direct from the Kranken House. Yeah. Here my flatmates has come in from surgery, so you heard it here, folks. Renus is now putting the tape in, tape going in, and that's that. Tape. We shall return.
listening to Radio On broadcasting uh, from the Kranken House in Friedrichshain, uh, where I have taken up residency for the last nearly three weeks now. Actually, on Tuesday it'll be three weeks. It's Sunday now, and uh, that that was a Stahlplatt tape. Renus, Renus van Alabic, my uh, co-partner in Radio um, uh, Hospital. Crime. Uh, my flatmate, maybe Renus can ask. So, oh, football, football. Oh, hey. uh, Bayern, Bayern is master. Bayern has won, yeah. Look at that. I think they have Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, my my dear esteemed uh, colleague has just come out of surgery, literally, and uh, he's already talking about football. So, perfect for Renus because he he has all the answers there, football-wise. Mm. And we're we're just listening to Zev. Amazingly enough, what can you tell me about Zev, Renus? Because, like years ago, I know he played. Um, he was really well known. Uh, percussionist, I think he might have died. I've got to look it up. <laughs> it's, it's not good to do a radio show, and and because uh, I, th- I think he passed away a few years ago. Could be. I, yeah. I, the last thing I remember was some crowdfunding for uh, operation. Yeah, that wasn't the other was guy. Some folks surgery. Yes. Yeah. Sure. But it wasn't. Did he? Ha- he had an accident, I believe. Maybe. Uh, but and then no uh, was it a train accident or something? And then they were trying to. We're going to have to look it up because it's yeah. like not good to do. Mind you, it's kind of appropriate being in a crank and house and talking about this kind of stuff. We'll have to look it up. Well, I, su- <coughs> I, I surprise you with uh, taking these uh, information, th- th- these tapes. And so uh, we're playing cassettes. Yeah, we're playing cassettes. And the first yeah. cassette here is a Stahlplatt release. Um, and, it, and it's Zev. Zev, the amazing, amazing percussionist. Um, and uh, what can I say? What can one say? Uh, apart from... Uh, not, I don't seem to know anything about uh, what happened to him, but this was ni- from 1984, I believe. It says, um, New, Z- uh, New NL Zentrum Amsterdam, live recording, no audience, it says, stressed. Uh, that was side A. Side B is first 30 minutes. Robotnik Stahlplatt, and the, uh, I guess it was when Stahlplatt was still in uh, um, Amsterdam, that's for sure. I mean, I, I went and visited there many, many years ago on a crazy journey with a Spanish girlfriend of mine. I remember taking mushrooms. She was freaked out by um, all the uh, bones and skulls that she kept seeing all over the place. So what, <laughs> what I got from the scarce information there, hmm. um, 1984, NL Center, hmm. uh, Robotnik. Uh, Robotnik, I think, was the illegal radio uh, ah. then. In, uh, in Amsterdam. Uh-huh. The Annal Center was run, uh, amongst others, by uh, Harald, Harald Schellings, my, uh, right, one yeah. of my co-pilots with uh, Dick Tart, the yep. infamous uh, dictaphone double bass uh, group based in Paris, Brussels and Berlin nowadays. Yeah. Um, and if Harald was not involved, he was involved because Geert-Jan went to him to get the 
the real to real the real to real recorder yeah to make the recordings in the NL center yeah so if this was without audience it must have been from uh, hey I'm gonna bang on some stuff and <laughs> then you record it and and we make a re and we make a release uh, I don't know in 1984 if that would have been I think that would have could have been also a cassette release yeah on the first running years of style tape which was uh, which operated until uh, the coming the first coming of the CD right and now uh, Jan is uh, reissuing those old legendary recordings like reissuing also the first Leibach concert in, oh, uh, in, uh, oh, wow. in the Netherlands <laughs> when it was still cashing in is he? <laughs> when, when, it, when it was still some group from Slovenia yeah, that, no. that, that, that everybody thought that there were Nazis or fascists yeah or, so or I remember whatever. in England they were really kind yeah. of disturbed by their kind of uh, because they didn't understand uh, yes what did they what did Leibach say from in the communist country they were uh, no, it was all like contradictory. Yeah, I mean, they, they were considered communist, fascist, Stalinist, capitalist, whatever. Yeah, they made great great art. Uh, they were also collective, not also uh, yes. Le Leibach, but also yeah. Irwin. Yeah, and and those were really, really, really good pieces. Right. Um, but back to Zef, I re I remember. Uh, when I walked in Amst when I came to Amsterdam, must have been like the end of the, you know, the mid eighties, that I saw the name on every wall, yeah, written. <laughs> and my broad brother is called Chef, okay, with S uh, long I. Mm. And I thought, oh, that's a weird name to write down, Zef. <laughs> Maybe coming from Joseph or whatever he uh, he wants, but that, there's an apostrophe. Yeah, and uh, maybe it's some something that that is not translated from Hebrew, mm. but like um, alphabetized in Hebrew. Yeah. So, you, so you, you so you see the Hebrew sign and you think, oh, that looks like a Z. And that looks like an apostrophe, and that looks like an E, and that looks like a V. Mm. Uh, but I thought, from oh my God, this is the most obnoxious thing that I know. <laughs> Somebody just banging on things, and yeah. Right. Well, I I d have actually found him on Wikipedia, which everyone else can find anyway. I mean, I I thought he was he di he did actually die in uh, 2017. Um, which I thought because and and this thing with the train yeah he was injured in the 2016 Kimaron train derailment in Dodge City in Kansas in uh, and after the incident he continued to have health problems but continue working lived for three months blah 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 Boyd Rice and afterwards he traveled to Europe and was uh, artisan residence but um but in any case yeah he's he's no longer uh, living anymore, but he did seem to be one of those kind of legendary sort of characters that you may or may not have come across. Um, and his, and it, I must say here, his uh, yeah, his work with text and sound was influenced by the Kabbalah, who was a, as well as African, Afro-Caribbean, Indonesian music and culture. He studied 
Uva music, but Balinese gamelan and the Indian tala. So the gamelan, yeah, which I'm, I was aware of um, uh, many, many years ago. And that, that kind of makes sense also with this kind of interest in percussion, because it does seem that he was really into this kind of frequencies and, and stuff like that. So yeah, maybe he had improved through the years, but this is 1984. Another baldy <laughs> as well. In fact, Remus, yeah. you look very much like him. I don't anymore at the moment because I'm. Uh, I, I need someone to cut my hair while I'm in this hospital. So, talking about uh, yeah. Yeah, but then you've got all these little hairs everywhere. I don't know. Yeah, I'm yeah, tempted. You need to scratch all I mean, the I've time. got a beard, but I am tempted to sort of like yeah. just see what happens if if I just start growing hair out of my head and then just look like this kind of wild man of the hospital because the, there's no doubt that I'm going to be in here for years and years yeah, on yeah. and off. You, know? you will end up with dreadlocks. <laughs> yeah, sure. Dreadlocks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see. So yeah, I can't uh, look any more dear. Anyway, whatever. But yeah, Stahlplatt release. Maybe Renus, you mentioned Stahlplatt a moment. And for those who don't have never heard of Stahlplatt. Um, okay, Stahlblatt I mean, is, is, is one, us, uh, one word that you like to use a lot, one of the seminal, uh, uh, not only labels, but, uh, but record stores. It all started off as a little squat, uh, no, a little room in a, in a, in a giant squat where Geert-Jan put in a table, Geert-Jan Hobain, the, the founder of Stahlblatt, mm. put in a table and uh, a cigarette box for, for the money and some uh, cardboard boxes filled with uh, second-hand LPs, and mm. that's how it started. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, it's all connected, eh? so my, my, um, my uh, companion or my uh, friend in tapes, again, of Diktat, mm. Walt Schellings, was involved at that time in a magazine called Vinyl. Mm -hmm. And this was also the time that a lot of people put like small announces, small mm. advertisements, mm. and uh, the, this magazine got filled with uh, ad, ads by small cassette labels. Okay. <laughs> and then everybody was looking down at the cassette. Mm. So it was rubbish, and okay, no, yeah. no serious record store, right. and even if it was an underground record store wanted to sell cassettes, so Geert-Jan decided from, I'm going to write That's everyone <laughs> and I'm going to sell those cassettes. Okay. And from that on, I think, he got the idea to start releasing tapes himself, also mm. helped by all those concerts that were going on in the mm. NL Center. Mm. And, uh, and then it started to grow because uh, he was so well, so good in organizing mm. and in uh, keeping... Uh, contact with everyone mm. and accepting everyone mm. that this was one of the few uh, places where people could buy the actual under 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 underground <laughs> uh, stuff that, that was released in, in maybe in editions of 50 60 100 200 right. whatever mm. so all the people who are well known now mm. There were beginners at that time, mm. and uh, they were all with him. Mm. With Kerchan. Yeah. Then they reloc relocated to Berlin after many years. And In the 90s, yeah. when uh, that, that was when, when this, what I call the invisible revolution, when the managers started to take over, mm. and it was already visible a little bit in uh, 
apartments getting sold for three, four, five times the price, which would be ten times less as they cost now. Mm. And you saw a little development in Amsterdam from, oh no, this is not going in the right direction. Right. And at that time he, uh, he decided to go to Berlin, which in the mid-90s still had the vibe of, uh, of the 80s of, uh, of Amsterdam. Right, yeah. So now he gave up the, the shop because he was sitting in the shop. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he is back uh, since a couple of years in, 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 in releasing new things. Mm going on with the Muslim girls, which is his uh, gold mine, mm. and, uh, and re-releasing uh, the old uh, style tape yeah. releases. So that's in short, and that's why I've got these. Yep. I don't know why I got these. Oh, I, sh I should have sent them to, uh, to reviewers, but uh, then the prices of the post got up like threefold. And, uh, I thought, mm -hmm. oh, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's uh, dip in. Wow, there's double double tape release here, Z, Z, who's our... We had the LPs yep. and then uh, my last visit to, uh, to Brussels, I met him shortly and, uh, mm. and he gave me also this uh, double... Uh, Fantastic. And I guess this is his artwork on the outside as well. So it's a double, um, double cassette release yeah. in one of those double cassette uh, things and, uh, and I guess his own yeah, image doesn't uh, kind of... Yeah, he said this was, was a, a drawing that he made Stick like 20 in. or 30 years ago, I don't know. So <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so very early work that, beautiful. that he came across. Yeah. Yeah, uh, God, I got my glasses on. Okay, side A, do you feel cold even when it's hot? Uh, by Baldruf. Baldruf? Is it a compilation then? Um, it, it's, it's, it's a kind of compilation, but it's not a compilation. Okay. Uh, because he, uh, all the people we knew, he asked to make a remix of one of his pieces. Okay, let's go for it. It's, uh, it's getting busy now. So deconstructed and C. Yeah. Uh, and food is coming in. Ask me. Is it possible to Barton, I'm missing? Oh, yeah, yeah, the tomato is mine. Yeah. No, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. Um, maybe if you can play the cassette and then... I am playing. He is playing. He is playing. Okay. I'm also playing. So let's let's move this stuff. It's all portable. Everything can be moved. Al is good. Al is good here. Super duper. Music gleich hier am Start. Radio, um... Sendung. Ach, gleich yeah. hier live vom Gangbus. Genau. Kostet aber extra Gebühren, ne? Wir sind ja in Deutschland. Und da kostet es ja GZ Gebühren. Genau. Auch die Pfleger vorne Ja. Ja, ja, the, the, uh, the nurses are the best here. And uh, ich bin dankbar. Das weiß ich. Very thankful. Das ist alles gut. Okay, so, oh, get yeah, cassettes. Venus, so uh, is it playing then? Yeah. Okay, here we go. It's playing, here we go. Thank you. 
And uh, so, yeah, you were saying, Remus, that it was a, this is a compilation or it's based on... I, I think this is because he, he is, is 30 years Night on Earth, name, oh, yeah. name of his label, or it, 20 years old. Was that his film he made? No, I think that's a, that's a film, but not that he made. <laughs> no, no. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. It's not the one he made. Yeah. Uh, Sure, sure. But he was also making films as well, wasn't he? Am I right? He is hyperactive. Or soundtracks. He's, he's hyperactive. Right. Um, based in Berlin as well? No, no, he's based, oh. in, <laughs> based in Brussels. Completely wrong. Based, yeah. based in Brussels, but, but uh, traveling the world, going to Africa, to Senegal, well, going to Indonesia, yeah. um, going to Switzerland. Mm. And the last time I heard of him and saw him very briefly when he handed over this, uh, this tape, he was working or finishing off a theater production that uh, he was making music for. Mm. So in this way, he's always uh, uh, making a living, yeah. doing this. And also, uh, he's also a video artist, I think. Mm. Oh yeah, that's what I was, uh, yeah. And maybe also a documentary filmmaker. Mm. Anyway, if you want to find this out, you have to go to Eric Desjeux, D-E-S. <laughs> J Where, where's e the U X? <laughs> uh, no one's going to be able to look. But so I guess if you look up T Z I I, yeah, uh, you might not find it. You might not find it. Yeah, probably. But uh, yeah, beautiful cassettes. Or you just go artwork. to our website or the the, the Podbean thing or yes, whatever. Okay, let's move, let's move on. You have, you have, to, move on you have to do uh, some effort. It's not a way of listening. Yeah. This is all very interactive. Yeah, you've got to do your stuff. So when you're cooking at the same time, yeah. you, you might as well put the flame a little bit lower or, yeah. or, or the or if you're the doing electricity, some <laughs> uh, electricity. Or if down. you're in a hospital and you're doing some surgery or you're trying to do a radio show while you're in a hospital and there's uh, patients coming in and out and doctors and nurses and oh, but like these people they all talk to the to the telephone and, and gear no mm. so okay so if if you put your uh, your your whatever on, on voice command bring it closer to my mouth and I'll let it I'll listen Siri. so search for eric this year <laughs> Good luck with Th that. This, this should help, no? <laughs> Good luck. Okay, so let's go to another cassette here. So uh, we've got a whole gamut of cassettes. Actually, uh, the, um, your bag, yeah. I'm looking at your bag, Renus, it's a red, one of those red bags. People are really into bags these days and like saying things on them. And I just want to see what it says. This what? is the second time I've got this. <laughs> what does it say? I didn't notice it before. So The first time fell out of my pocket and then I w went back the whole project and I couldn't find it anymore. The bag that fell out of your pocket. Yeah. And, and then I was in La Générale, as you see down yeah. there. Okay. Um, Can I translate it? It says, on vous prendre tout. And let's see how bad my French is these days. Uh, for you, take you. No. no. On you. No. One you, take you. Prendre, to take, to you, vu you. I don't know, you tell we, me. We'll take everything from you. Oh, how am I supposed to know? Yeah. It's one of those phrases. We'll take everything from you. And what is la générale then? Well, la, la générale, générale. It's, uh, it's, it, it started as a, as a 
artist collective and a giant squad of an ex-hospital somewhere, I don't know in what, arrondissement in, in, in Paris. Okay. I only was there at the very end of uh, its existence. So La Générale was a hospital, Krankenhaus? No, La Générale, they, ah. they choose this name because I think they found uh, a picture, a very old picture, ah. of, of um, a bric-a-brac picture, ah. you know, from between the wars or, mm. the, or around the First World War, that, mm. that time, because the lady looked like that. Ah. So if a general was married, ah. The wife of the general was La Générale. Mm. Oh, I see, the female version of the... Yeah, uh, so the general was Le, <laughs> Le Générale and the wife of the general was La Générale. Crazy. And it's uh, to, thanks to this picture that uh, with La Générale, the picture of La Générale <laughs> on it, that La Générale got, uh, got his name. Ah. But when they had to move out, the the Commune de Paris, the, mm. the, the Council of Paris, mm. they split up the General. So they gave them one in, uh, in Sèvres, I think, which is where the Seine leaves Paris. It's, yeah, it's, the to, river, the, yeah. it's uh, to the very far west. Okay. And they got another one in the former um, electricity building, uh, the, the generator house. Okay. Uh, close to no on Avenue Parmentier, oh. which is uh, uh, close to Metro Exit Voltaire. I okay. Think. <laughs> and there they had to move out again because someone bought the place. Okay. And I said they did exactly the same thing as La Générale was doing there, but with money. Ah. So it's now like a very posh place where you can have cocktails on the deck, on mm. the roof terrace. Amazing. And uh, that's uh, and it refers to that thing from ah. you had a very beautiful place and now we take everything. <laughs> but not only the place, also your ideas. <laughs> yeah. And now they are in a, in a, in a, in a very uh, strange place, I think, which was a former music school. Mm. And of course, when you've got a music school, you've got sounds of pupils learning how to play their instrument mm. which is not very nice for the people who live around it mm. so the, the 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 building is half under the ground okay and you've got all these little rooms it's, it's, it's a very uh, weird kind of uh, labyrinth yeah and on top of it uh, Emmanuel who is uh, like I said in a previous uh, but yeah, people are listening now <laughs> and are not listening mm. to the previous show. Mm. But he is the guy who <laughs> was involuntarily volunteering to uh, coordinate everything, okay. which makes him the president. Mm. But he's also the guy, <laughs> and he's uh, and his wife would be la president. No, no, yeah, <laughs> and and he's just putting up a garden on the roof and uh, okay. And maybe they, they will have something from it uh, this year, but uh, okay. next year they might be in a, in a different building yeah. again. <laughs> story of the bag. Yeah. They go, everything has a story. Everything, everything in life. That's why I like going to these flea markets and things in Berlin. You know, when you buy something, there's always a story, you know, the, every object and, and your, your interaction with another person. Whereas if I go to a shop or something, go to the checkout, there's very little story to the uh, thing unless something happens on the way or some kind of mini drama or something. But when you get to talking to real people, real people, I mean, if you, if you get 
chatting to people in in these places. That's 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 what life's about, I think. Yep. So here we are. I put up another tape out, and it's called the Arts, one thousandth sixtieth, one thousand and sixtieth birthday. Arts. Uh, what else can I say about it? I don't know. Uh, Zounter culture, Lounter culture, chronologic one two eight something flux. Maybe Renus knows something about this. I know. I know. I know he knows something. I'm going to read it out. It says something here. Right. You wouldn't give it to him, seeing how alive and kicking art still is. But yes, sirree, according to Fluxus's accurately tracked calendar, Tuesday, January the 17th, 2023, art, A-R-T, became a thousand and year, 60 years old. All over the world, art projects burst forth as a worldwide Fluxus spider web, all in connection to each other. Um, so it says, Hot Gallery held a one-hour-only Flux Shop event, the noise of which was broadcasted worldwide and is contained herein. Herein is a good word. Photo by Dana Work Eric Schluter. Schluter. Schluter, yeah, thank God. And uh, hokgallery.com. Uh, so let's go for this. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to us. Oh, look, my... my uh, blood pressure thing on my arm is like speeding up. Radio One Berlin, live from the Vivantis Krankenhaus here in Friedrichshain. like yeah fight. Oh, I don't know maybe it ends in a fight or something like that a flu oh. fluxus fight something who knows who knows can you do you know anything about this then Renus anything well um, we met them when we <laughs> when uh, we went to the Dave Arnold uh, thing remind me yeah because uh, they were the people from the Hock gallery mm. H-U-O-K gallery who brought that show to uh, to Berlin, so <laughs> <laughs> and it's a, it's a very small uh, gallery in, in in The Hague. Oh yeah, uh, and Hock is translate like cupboard. Okay, yeah. So where you put your brooms? <laughs> and, and, and Seems like there were a lot of people in that cupboard though. And and children when they have to be silent. And, okay, uh, Harry Potter sort of style. Huh? Yeah, yeah. And 
Hans' birthday is, is one of these things that I find slightly nerving. <laughs> so for, oh, like for, for, record your birthdays? No, because I don't like stupidity. Mm. And this is such a stupid idea. And, and, then, and then they take it as an excuse to do something. But uh, the, probably the only th good thing that came out of it is like a tape <laughs> with these recordings. Yeah. Which I think is a good idea. Mm. <laughs> and unfortunately, it's got this like very lousy title. But uh, what, but that, that makes it. Yeah. Yeah. Can you can you can you Im imagine little uh, things with with little scaffolds on it? You know, Birthday cake. No, but that that people have in in their room, oh. and it's made of wood and this little. Uh, oh, um, for their windows. No, not blinds. For the, not for the windows. Against Beds. the wall, and then they put a little figurine on it, like. Uh, Snow White. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, like these tiny and a little box, <laughs> and you, if you open it, that might be okay. A, a, a penny in it from eighteen forty. Yeah, like a collectible um, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, and and then also because the color is <coughs> precisely just this Zabayon uh, <laughs> egg yolk. Okay, gone a little bit uh, faded. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not feeling too well. Yeah. So just like me, this this little tape might be the only object on yeah. those. How do you call them? Yeah. Shelves. Shelves. Yeah, but like little yeah. tiny ones that you yeah. collect. A bit like Christmas and, uh, and calendar sort of thing. People used to have this small little open cupboards that yeah. are like a, a, the size of a small <laughs> Samsonite suitcase. Okay. And then you've got four or five. Uh, shelves and, yeah. and then all these strange things from why don't you throw them away <laughs> and Rina's and is then very minimal and then suddenly say. the people die and you find them yeah. in, a, in, a, in, a, in a cupboard exactly. on, on your all this stuff on, on your uh, flea market mm. and you go through them yeah and you see a tape with the name which is titled birthday party one million sixties birthday. Yeah. Oh, fuck! What a title. Doing the cave stuff. But then, okay, Sorry. you get the tape out. Yeah. And it looks like oh, oh, they made it. Uh, they they use a tape from the nineties or the eighties. Yeah. And 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 they've got even these labels from the eighties or the nineties. So someone had connections. Yeah. And then you think, well, yeah, maybe I should take it and listen to it. Okay. And then you put it up. In oh, Rina's just putting it in again. You put it in the machine and you hear this. Yeah, people. Instant birthday party, isn't it? Oh, here we go. Oh, it's not even playing. So. You see? Yeah. And, and, and listening to this, you wonder from what, what's happening. Yeah, exactly. Huh? You, could, um, you could have your own birthday party on your own and then just have this as the soundtrack. Well, you go to an opening maybe, and, yeah. and, and you say, "From well, if, if nobody comes, we can put this tape." Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then sit on the chair uses. And, and then drink all yeah. the the booze that's here, yeah. and keep the door closed yeah, because. Exactly. Yeah, it's the sort of thing maybe like a nurse's and, party and a little like. little speaker outside, so yeah. that people think, well, "Whoa, there's a lot of people inside, yeah, and we can't exactly. get in." Yeah, no gate crashing. Oh. This one in that cupboard. Uh, too bad. We're talking about. 
So okay, yeah. so, uh, rip so, it out the machine. Okay, then. so everyone died, and we found this in a cupboard on uh, on a Sunday afternoon somewhere. Yeah. What would be your favourite flea market in Berlin? In Berlin, oh, there's there's if, two. If, if, if no, you, there's three at the moment. If, if you don't, if, if you are, we're not restricted by the tra by the distance. By being in hospital and like connected, yeah, but directly but, connected. But to also a like from. Uh, <laughs> Although it takes two hours to get there, but that, yeah, that no, they're all local. Um, uh, the first one, they're local for the locals, but if yeah, exactly. Yeah. But for me, you know, it's re yeah subjective. My subjective view. Um, the Maybacher for one, the Naukern market, which is once every two weeks. Mm, I it's got there's loads of stalls. Don't always get stuff from it, but I like browsing and looking through things. It's not so doesn't have to be so cheap but it if, depends what you're looking for um, I never know what I'm looking for but I when I, I know when I see it um, and my daughter also loves going through this thing and looking through little boxes and st stuff like that and I try to inform her that some people are collectors or some people are just in it for money and that's the first thing and also when you want to buy something I always have a figure in my head and that's what I try and hypnotize them with you know so I have this for special magic powder which I spray over them and then they, they usually do my bidding. So there's a lot of psychic activity and telepathy and stuff that goes on in these places. You can get there as early as possible, but also get there late because then people this like to throw, my yeah, people throw okay. stuff away. But then there's other markets like the, um, I'll leave the best one, the weirdest one till last at the moment. But um, there's the Schoenberg market, which is also connected with these with the guys that put on the Naukern market, and it's just around the corner from Yorkstrasse, uh -huh. so um, and uh, close to an old graveyard and, and stuff. But that that one is small, but because it's in Schöneberg, you get stuff very very cheap, good quality, um, <coughs> and I nearly always find stuff there. Yeah, that's um, that's one I would like to go that to. That one is worth going future. to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's every two weeks as well. So it's they they're bi-weekly. So the Naukern one is one week. And then the other one, the but it's not the one. same people. Yeah, I think it is, and I think they're Buddhists or something that run it or something. So whatever, that what makes, they run the whole what differences make? It's all business, isn't it? Because I mean, yeah. the people that actually make the store, uh, put up the stalls and things, they pay the people to do this, and it's all sublet, blah blah blah, licenses and shit like this. But the weirdest one for me, odd, the oddest one is the Kranoldplatz market in Neukölln, which is actually the run Kranoldplatz. Um, very close to Neukern Market, uh, Neukern uh, S-Bahn and U-Bahn station, and that's every two weeks as well. And it's actually run by one of the Duke brothers that we both know. They're giant, gentle giants, um, and they're they've always been business people. I think they they came from the fashion thing, and they they run the <laughs> same heads, which is a club in uh, Berlin. But I don't think they're all running it at the, um, now. I think it's just a few of them. <coughs> It's like the Daltons. But yeah, the uh, the giant Duke brothers. And he, he uh, now is a, he has a, a, a child, and I think he was looking over one, he, he was, um, he is actually living over one of these small plats, one of these small squares in Berlin, and just thought, hey, I could, what, what if I could put on a market here every Sunday? So, and this, this for you entrepreneurs out there, and there's a few of them that we know, just, well, you know, like it is possible. I guess you have to pay licenses, and then uh -huh. you have to pay the people that put up the stuff. But yeah, it's thriving. And this particular market in Kranoplatz, which is once every two weeks in the um, in the springtime and summer and stuff, um, 
is totally bizarre because you you it's like people who come out of clubs uh, or or that have moved recently to Berlin or whatever or have been a it's a very young person's market it's very cool trendy even I would say um, and they they're drinking their kind of uh, cocktails or whatever after yeah. clubbing them. and they don't look wasted but they're you know they're they're and they're just selling their stuff <laughs> and I, Ordinarily, I wouldn't like that kind of thing, you know, because it's got an atmosphere of like, um, what's the word? People who are, I don't know. But it, 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 there's a really good feeling about it, good atmosphere, and the stuff. Um, I always find stuff there, always, no matter what, you know, odd stuff, weird stuff, um, like magic sand, for example. This sand, magic sand. When you put water on it, it ah, kinda, yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. mean, my daughter loves all this kind of stuff. But I, you know, I just find odd things there, and I'm, and for me, I'm always after weird and odd sort of uh, machinery or devices or stuff or stories. You know, for example, I was there last year and I picked up one of these USB micro, uh, USB, um, not microphones, a USB uh, tele, no, not a telescope. What do they call it? Not a periscope. Something that you look at small things with, Renus. What was the word? Kaleidoscope. Uh, kale no, not a kaleidoscope. You look at small look things. Through, yeah, you know, you can look through um, electron, not an electron microscope, microscope. Yeah, microscope. Yeah, a microscope. Yeah, but it's a USB, so like you know, it's oh. one of these things. And I and I was talking to the guy, and then he was saying that uh, for some reason we got on to talking about Star Trek. Uh, oh yeah, because I think I was wearing a Star Trek badge, which I got this beautiful, you know, the that actually looks like it came from the Star Trek Enterprise, you know, like that they wear on these things. And it was two euros from the uh, Schoenberg market. And I just got it, I think. And then the guy was talking and he said, oh, I met Leonard Nimoy years ago because he, he, he used to put on, or he, he met him because he'd just done this in America. Um, he'd just done a, a play. It wasn't based on Star Trek. It was his own sort of thing. And he was, he was a very... Uh, articulate guy very intelligent but also really into chatting with people and stuff like this so mm. he was talking talking about stories you know talking about his stories and if you have the time to talk to people at Philly markets or any any time in life you know just take a bit of time with people and stuff then you you, know, you never know what people are going to chat about why am I talking about this I don't know but yeah so he was talking about meeting Leonard Nimoy or um, Spock the uh, yeah the original actor um, from Star Trek. So, how are we getting on to this? I don't know. Stories, flea markets. You asked me about flea yeah, markets. Yeah, your favourite one. I think there's one more cassette in, in your bag. Uh -huh. I was looking at something else as well and there was like, picked out all these kind of batteries, <laughs> Renus's super energy alkaline batteries. I guess H, took, I guess double A's for, for your uh, tape machine or something, just yeah, in case yeah. of emergency, if it runs down. But we have one, we've got one more tape left. Uh, um, in this bag. Of course, you recognize bag it. Bag of many we, things. We did it for earlier, but. Uh, Great. Oh, yeah, so there's a print on the front, someone playing guitar. Uh, it's our friend in Japan who yeah, sent us. Trial uh, Run, which we played last yeah. time. That's the connection from last time. Solo improvised music. All sent like nice. 40 years ago and arrived oh, recently. Kazuhiro Otsuka. And let's, uh, let's place this in the machine because we're actually going up to uh, the hour. We're on the hour now. Oh, yeah, we're going to so leave again. Sorry, Katsuo, but uh, this always happens to your tapes. Yeah. That we use a minute. Tokyo Noise Collection. For the trial run tapes. 
from 1994. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, great. There's a telephone number here as well, 03 something something something. I wonder what you <laughs> get when you call it. I don't know. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, that's uh, it's Katsuhiro, Katsuhiro, Katsuhiro uh, Otsuka, and uh, on this tape there are several uh, takes from uh, live recordings. I will leave it in the tape. Yep. Recorder. Great. I leave it in my Walkman, and the next time we do a show from uh, the Mesh station, uh, we will start with it. Exactly. So uh, uh, another time travel, <laughs> and, and these these. Uh, we, we started off with uh, with Zef also uh, from the 80s, and, mm. and him as well from the 80s. They might have met actually in that Who time knows, yeah. when they were young on some in their 20s and still <laughs> had their hair, or on maybe some not far away train. Yeah. So uh, from yeah, as Rina said, from the Mash station here in Friedrichshain in Berlin, from the Krankenhaus, the hospital here where I'm. I've taken up uh, semi-permanent residency 
and almost winning awards, I think, for the longest patient here. Um, we wish you a very good evening and uh, we shall return, no doubt, because we'll try and do as many shows as possible. So this was the tape review show with uh, Rena Span Alabic and myself, Adrian Shepherd, and uh, for contact, www.radioonberlin.com. Send flowers. Com. Yeah. No, no, they, they won't allow flowers oh, here, especially allow flowers. not allow oh. no, nothing with earth because there's send a risk birds, of infection. Send birds in a cage. Send, send biscuits or something. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, send, send, send best wishes. But anyway, yeah, one day I'll be out of here. So thank you for listening. And uh, you can download this as a podcast from Podbean and uh, Apple and all those other sort of things. So um, to play us out. This is something when I was in the ICU in the intensive care unit and I was recording myself because um, I had to have a lot of oxygen and so I was recording the uh, sound of the oxygen masks and I've made a kind of bit of a mashup. So thank you for listening and uh, good health to you out there. Renus, last words? Goodbye. Oh, I shouldn't say last words. Here you in the again. hospital. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Listening to Radio on Berlin. Yeah! yeah.